we've always been there for you, from the short trips to the long journeys, and we'll still be there for you when all of this is over. Until then, stay home and stay safe. Total, committed to better energy. Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Fakala Duma Radio. This is a Fangana Good day and welcome to the car wash brought to you by Total. This is episode number 40. On today's show, breaking news. Nobody wants to win the PSL trophy. Is Kuman the right man at Barcelona? And who's your money on for the PSL Golden Boot? First things first, I'm your host, Lou Paho, and yes, I do have a slight lisp. Please excuse me. Uh, I had uh, infected wisdom taken out, but I'm good to go. Uh, whether you're listening to us on SL Radio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Mahikeng Game Time, that's 96.7 FM. Welcome to the show. I'm joined by two excellent co-hosts. First things first, when he hung up the gloves, we didn't know he meant both kind of gloves. It's the new dad, Sean Roberts. <laughs> How you doing, Sean? Sweet, that is brilliant. I'm great. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> and joining him, we have the undisputed best dressed PSL star, Deco Murisa. How are you doing, sir? Wow. Wow. Wow, Chief. Okay. Did the name drop you? <laughs> Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Yo, Who's the best dressed you've played with? Ah, Deco Murisa. Deco Murisa. <laughs> Wow. All right. Uh, well, it's time for us to get into the show, and that means that we have to start with a fantastic all-time original king of comedy joke mm. of the day. Mm. <laughs> right. What do you call a fat psychic? A fortune teller. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Fortunes. I like that. Yeah, thank you very much. I actually do like that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before, before we get into the rest of the show, just want a word from our fantastic sponsor. This is the car wash brought to you by Total, by the way. And uh, you might be missing your teammates on the field right now, but that doesn't mean you can't show off your mind-blowing ball skills. Total wants you and your friends to go viral with the Don't Drop the Ball Challenge because even when you're stuck indoors, you can still wow the nation with your moves. Just take a video clip of yourself doing a kick-up trick with a football and don't let it drop and then pass it out of frame. Post your video to social media with the hashtag don't drop the ball and tag three of your friends while challenging them to do the same. Keep that ball in the air and you and your mates could each win Y Group vouchers worth 500 Rand to use at the Bonjour shops at a total service station near you. The videos that we think show the maddest skills will be announced on the 24th of August. If you haven't seen Sean, Deco and myself doing the Don't Drop the Ball challenge, head over to social media and you will see us. Uh, it's at the true Deco on, on Twitter. It's uh, Roberts, the at, Roberts. At, yeah, at the Roberts. At the Roberts for Sean Roberts. And I am at Slu Paho. And uh, from there, we go into pole position. Pole position. Poll position is where we present a question to our listeners and readers on the Facebook page for Soccer Laduma. And uh, this time around, I, I posted it after the Sundowns match thinking, ah, oh, you know, Sundowns going to bottle their chances at this league title. But I think you guys already know why that's an ironic thing to do. I think it's for, for, for Mamal Sundowns to lift the trophy as slim. As we have seen their previous game, they are not playing the way how they used to play. Uh, particularly before the COVID-19. So I think Kaiser Chiefs are in chances to, to take the UPSA Premiership. But let's wait for the game that they will play tomorrow against the Plumfontein Celtics. See, uh, <laughs> that game has been played and they did not win that game. <laughs> well, guys, yeah, no one wants to win this league. Hey? I mean, we're seeing Sundowns losing to Cape Town City and now Chiefs. In the in the in the prime position to go nine points clear, losing to Bloom Celtic. Uh, Shono, oh. I mean, you man. saw that shambolic defense. Oh man, uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, we we we, we praised Chiefs last week in terms of their their comeback skills, their dedication, how badly they want this, and then they've gone and fallen asleep, haven't they? Yeah. Um, and it's amateurish and sort of some of the goals that that have been conceded in terms of. 
I'm not going to single out any players, but just basic errors, little mistakes. But we're seeing it all across the PSL, but you cannot make mistakes when you're fighting for the league. And that goes for Sundowns as well, don't get me wrong. Um, so yes, obviously a couple of players are a bit rusty. Maybe the pressure is starting to get to them a bit. Um, we know the guys are staying in hotels. What what you know? What difference does that make mentally? Being away from the families, but uh, it certainly gives us content to talk about. Yeah, and and one question that I wanted to ask you as well before we pass this on to Deco and Deco, I'll ask you the same question: Do Chiefs have the depth to rotate the squad? Because I think against Bolognese City, we saw they struggled when they rotated that midfield early on, until they brought on the the more experienced players. Well, I think I mean you've answered your own question, haven't you? I mean it's 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 uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, it doesn't seem so, Slu, and and you would think. At a team who's the head of the PSL, um, as good as Kaiser Chiefs, that you could just throw in players that make an immediate effect, like the Katsanda did the last game and, and whatnot. But, but it's not happening, especially defensively. I'm so worried for Chiefs defensively, and it's it's a big concern. It has been a concern for me over the past two seasons, but it's um, something needs to change. They, they've they've got firepower up front that that wasn't really there last night. Um, they are going to concede goals, which we've seen. But it's not about finishing off in the final third, but we cannot concede goals. When I say we, they cannot concede goals the way they have been conceding. It's it's not good enough if you're fighting for the league. And I'm five, sure they're talking about the it last this morning. two games. They've yeah, been it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not great. Deco, your reactions, bud? Ooh la la. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I think, first of all, I would say I'll give credit to, to Kizzy Chiefs. I mean, they've they finished um, ninth on the log last season yes to come back in the new season and being on the number one spot ever since the beginning of the season mm. until now i mean uh it's something that i never saw happening i never, i didn't even expect it but i think i just need to give credit for that because it's very very difficult to be number one all the way through and let me you know? let me i'm gonna bump it i still think chiefs are gonna win the league don't, don't, okay. uh, yeah, don't take that away from me. I honestly believe no, no, Chiefs no, are going to... No, no, yeah, and, and, no, I, and no, I couldn't no. agree more with what she's saying. <laughs> but Chiefs are still going to win the league. I, I tell you that. I'm just saying the way these individual mistakes are happening, they cannot happen. Okay. That's it. Okay. Okay, 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 Sean. <laughs> wow. Um, and also is, um, for me, is... Um, this is this is the case of Chiefs, the same team that 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 uh, we saw leading uh, with 14 points in the league, and they blew it again, and uh, now they had an opportunity to to increase to nine, and they blew it again. I think um, there's a pattern there. I think whenever Chiefs have they're under pressure or they expected to perform well or to be consistent, they started dropping points, and this is the Chiefs that. Um, has been playing the same way ever since at the beginning of the season. That's why Yunukovic is still scoring. Helicopter FC. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 what she said. <laughs> but but my, my 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 thing is uh, in 2016, the Chiefs were in the same position as well. So as Mamelodi Sundance and Mamelodi Sundance came back and won the league. I'm just saying that we we we. As fans of football, we're saying Mamelodi Sundowns not performing well. Mamelodi Sundowns are playing the same way that they did before lockdown. Imagine if Mamelodi Sundowns were playing the same way. Mm, we'll true. be speaking a different story now. But Casey Chiefs should be taking advantage of the fact that Mamelodi Sundowns, you know, they're not performing to the best of our abilities. And uh, and uh, and and like Sean has said, I think it's 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 very important to be very strategic in the games that you play. I think. You know, going into your Polokwane City game, you could have seen the first half how the child Kansas Chiefs played. It was a very do total different team. And merely because probably maybe you were thinking, you know, it's just Polokwane City, you know, we'll dominate and then we'll make the South later on. And then to the surprise, Polokwane City also blew the lead away. Yeah. Same thing happened yesterday with Bloomington Celtics. I think if you look at the fixtures that Kansas Chiefs have uh, until... Um, at the end of the season, the only two fixtures that they have that we think probably maybe they're tough, it's against Vets and, and Sundowns themselves. The mm -hmm. rest, they've got so-called smaller teams where they should be dominating and winning games. If And then you, you take it back again to Mamelodi Sundowns. My issue is, I know that yesterday's results against um, Bloomfontein Celtics have given hope to Mamelodi Sundowns in camp. Yep. 
you know, they brought back that faith and that belief that, hey, guys, this this team has done this again. We have another opportunity to come back again because once, if, if Mamlet Sundowns the next fixture, they win, it, it's back to three. And it might end up to, to, to that game where they have to face each other and cancel each other out. In a week, yeah. But I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying if, if I'm a very, uh, if I'm a Kaiser Chiefs fan or if I'm, I'm a Kaiser Chiefs official or a player, my concern will be, guys, let's not wait for Mamlet Sundowns to pick up um, four. Let's not wait for my Sundowns to fix their issues on the pitch mm. to start winning games. Because once that happens, once once that happens, it becomes a problem. Because I, I I strongly feel that the pressure is getting into issues, and 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 for me, um, I'm saying to myself, pressure that that pressure is supposed to make them strong. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, and we spoke we spoke about the consist uh, we spoke about the depth within the team. Kansas Chiefs has proven over and over again that they they don't have one. They don't have the depth in the team. No rotation. No, even the rotation because if, if you look at the rotation that they do, it's not the rotation that actually helps the team to 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 be stronger or better. Mm. You look at you you look at you look at the certain players that when they they're not on the pitch, it's 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 so obvious that there's something is wrong. We can name one player that has made the difference in terms of structure for KZ Chiefs the whole season, which is has been Katsande. Mm. We spoke about it so many times in the show that when Katsande is is not on the team, the team is not strong defensively. And Katsande has done so many things. Um especially when with with, with the center backs of KZ Chiefs when they when where they drag the way out of the position. Katsande always slots in as a as a center backs. You'll see him making tackles, you'll see him doing all those dirty jobs there. What did you what, what do you think happened with with the, with them against Celtic last night in terms of defense? Look, look, this has been the issues for Kansas Chiefs all the season. It's just uh, uh, um, um, maybe other teams haven't found ways out to 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 exploit them and punish them. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Bulukwane City could have went on to the first half with three goals. They missed a couple of chances. They would have won the game four mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. But because they're not clinical, it became a problem. And Nukovic came back second half, and it's not it's not a game that we can look at and say, "Hey, Kansas Chiefs played better." They didn't. Yeah. They won the game because they came back better and stronger second half. And and Bologna City, yeah, they were busy eating peanuts. But <laughs> yesterday, you look at you look at Bloemfontein Celtics. Bloemfontein Celtics has been a team that always plays well when they play against these big teams. Yeah, respect of who the coach is. And yesterday, it was no difference. I mean, we always seen if 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 you have somebody that runs over, if you don't have, if you especially when you play against Kansas and you don't have like a tall striker that's strong, that uh, any one of the tall uh, center backs for Kansas Chiefs to mark, it becomes a problem. So Bloomington still think you play with a false nine, my banner drags them out of the position. There's always runners. It becomes a problem for Kansas Chiefs. It's always been the problem the whole season. But my, my problem is now, how do you fix that? How do you, as a case chief, sit back and like, guys, here's the issue that we have. How do we fix that? Okay, we realize that we were an issue that we don't have uh, a stronger, uh, stronger defense. How do we, how do we, how do we not concede the goal? Yeah. I think it comes back to the point that when we defend, let's defend as a team. When we attack, maybe let's have a structure on how we attack because. Kansas Chiefs, if, if Nukovic doesn't score, there's a problem. We don't know who's going to score. Mm, the guys are supposed to come into the game, your Kama, your, your Castro, they're coming into the into the fold. Mm. Lewis hasn't found his form as yet also. So there's always there's issues as well at Kansas Chiefs. Not that Mamlou Sanders only has issues. There's also issues at Kansas Chiefs. But the fixtures that they play, you know, and also the expectations for Mamlou Sanders is Mamlou Sanders should come back stronger and make the league interesting. But Chiefs are supposed to take advantage of the situation. When Mamlou Sanders is not playing well, they're supposed to be winning games. But I promise you right now, I've seen this movie and uh, the, like they say in Soweto, the staring dies at the end of this movie. So if they're not going to pick up points, I promise you Mamre Sundance will come back and, and win the league. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just to wrap that up, I think in these uncertain times, um, in terms of what's happening in the world, you know, there's no crowds. I know both Sundance and Chiefs, they'll probably rely on crowds as a as a 12th, yeah. as a 12th man on the field. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I honestly believe at the end of the season and this might sound obvious but the team who makes the less mistakes is going to win the league because oh. as, as we saw the sundowns with a couple of players making Madisha making a couple of errors and Matoho last night and this is not pinpointing or anything i'm just saying yeah. if, if, whoever cuts out those little mistakes um because we know they've got the firepower up front that, that there's no doubt yeah. Yeah. whoever cuts but, those but out with, uh, will win the league with, with- Yes, but with 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 the Mamelodi Sundowns, they haven't been scoring. Mm. 
Yeah. His Chiefs have been scoring. Yeah. So now, look at once Mamelodi Sundowns start scoring, irrespective of how many goals they concede, they win. Sure. They might concede three, they'll score five. Yeah. yeah. They win. With Kansas Chiefs, it's a different story. Mm. So they need to stop. They need to stop letting those goals in and be consistent and try and 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 other guys as well. They need to come come into the party because, you know, I had this conversation with a friend of mine. I said, you know how bad it is to to win a trophy and knowing yourself as a player that you. You never contributed to this trophy. You know, you don't celebrate as, as other players celebrate. Yeah. You're not as happy as other people are. Mm. So I think it's it's if you're a Kizashi's player that you know that you haven't contributed much mm. into the success of the team. I think this is the right time for you now to step up mm. and be and be that guy because of now all the shoulders now on Nukovic, Nukovic to score this, Nukovic to do that. Yeah. I think other guys need to come into the party and help the team to win the league. If that doesn't happen, you must understand that they they are uh, they 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 they're chasing the league title with the uh, the team that has firepower from everywhere. They've got your Timbers has got eight goals. You've got your Villa that's mm. got five. You you've got players that score goals mm. everywhere and they don't play with an out and out striker. Mm. You have three. You're playing with three strikers. So I think this, structurally, I think I think Kansas Chiefs are in a better position to win the league. Mm. It's it's for them to lose it, and mm. and I would hate to see that happening for them once uh, because of them being number one for such a long time. I think they 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 deserve something to show for end of the season, and this is this is the one. This is the league that they need to win. This yeah. is the the only time that Kansas Chiefs convincingly can win the league. Sure, definitely. All right, let's get into some of these weekend fixture predictions. I do have the launch story lined up, uh, but I think we can we. Can, we can attack that sure. a little later. Uh, he is back in the squad there. But uh, let's start with, uh, okay, Sundowns, Maritzburg, United. I, I posted, uh, I, I said to you guys off air, look, if, if, if Sundowns don't beat Maritzburg, United, I don't know how to predict the league yeah. anymore. I just yeah. don't. So yeah. how do you guys feel about this? Yeah, match? I mean, uh, I think Maritzburg, their last game, I forget who they played, also struggled big Pulled time. City. Yeah, they struggled big time defensively. Um, mm. And I think Sundowns have got too much Going forward, I think, well, again, Sundowns have to win. A Sundowns victory. Boom. There we go. Convincing. What do you think, Tex? I think this is the game that Sundowns have to win. Uh, I I love Maurice Beck, but I wasn't impressed the way they played. Mm. And, uh, and, 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 And the thing is, like, I've always watched Maurice Beck. Whenever Tim does well, it gives... It gives license to your Bukanen, yeah. you know, your classing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And Tim wasn't uh, wasn't doing well the day, and uh, that that structure on its own it didn't function very well. So I think this is a must win for Sundowns. I don't think Sundowns will go in trying to play their their normal football. I think they'll come in differently just to win the game, mm. and that's what they need. They just need one game. I think uh, I think Mamri Sundowns are a pressure to win this game. Sure. So I don't see I don't see Marisbeck winning it. And then uh, up next, we have, uh, I, I've put down Paris versus Cape Town City. It's going to be a tough one for Cape Town City. They have the Cape Derby this evening. Uh, and then on Sunday, they, they have mm. to face up against Pirates, newly revitalized with Lorch. How are you feeling about that one? Yeah, big game. Cape Town City on a high, playing very well. Pirates playing very well. Um, I'm going for a 2-2 draw. That's how I see it going. 2-2 draw. Look... I've seen Bolano Paris now started going with two strikers. Uh, they they compromise in the midfield, and which is something that that they've been strong with the whole season. Mm. With the five men midfield, seven if you if you count their wing backs as well. But you can see the desperation that comes from the coach because they haven't won a game, and before the the previous game they haven't scored in a while. So I think it's going to be a game that they're going to go in trying to do everything that they can possibly to win the game. And uh, like you said, sure. I think for me it's a draw, but I don't know the scoreline, but I mm. see a draw. There. Mm. And uh, in the last one I have here, Kaiser K- Chiefs versus Telly, this Dimensa Fundy Cup <laughs> against uh, the Giants for, from Soweto there. Uh, so uh, how do you feel? About, I mean, this now, if, if Chiefs, look, especially going into the Sundowns game, they need a confidence boost. Uh, how, how do you guys feel about this one? Yeah, you see, so this is where the league gets tricky. You've got Stellenbosch who are mathematically not safe yet. Mm-hmm. But I think, they, oh. I think they won their last game. You've got Chiefs now who are fighting for the league who have lost their last game. So this is it. I'm going for a Chiefs win. Um, but because of where we are and what's happening in the league, this can go either way. But I'm going for a Chiefs win. Um, I'll go for a Chiefs win mainly because I want to see the league being interesting and hopefully Sundowns also wins so that it becomes more interesting. I think both teams need to win, but I'm not convinced with how Kansas Chiefs been playing the last two games. Mm. 
and if they if if they're gonna go in the way that they've they've been doing the last two games, um, Stelis might pull out a surprise, which also still puzzles me because I don't know where Stelis, who's gonna score from Stelis, how, yeah. and why. But I know for a <laughs> fact the first round, Kelsey's had a fantastic game against Stelis. I think they scored four. And why? So I think... <laughs> why are you scoring, <laughs> so, boy? <laughs> No, man. But I think I, I think I think Kizzy Chiefs um, will come in at being a different team. But I think also if Mamelodi Sundowns play before them and Mamelodi Sundowns win, mm. I think mentally we'll put so much pressure on Kizzy Chiefs to win that game, and we might see what happened yesterday. So I'm not sure about that game. I'm on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> also, also big up Stellenbosch FC. By the way, they're doing some stuff with their social media platforms. They've got like a video team now and cool. stuff like that. They're they're out here. Also, I know we're criticizing them, but big ups uh, KZ Chiefs on their uh, official podcast. They now have like post match uh, interviews. Slow, slow, slow. I'm saying Stellenbosch must survive relegation first. They must stop with these videos. They must survive relegation first. <laughs> Survive oh. first, survive first. Because oh. I'm telling you, Chief, they're not, they're not safe. I've seen, you've seen the league. You've seen how interesting it can be. Yeah. You've seen Black Blackers from nowhere winning the game. I'm just saying, if if none of those teams start collecting points, I'm telling you, the last two games are going to be very, very, very tricky. And you don't want to go into the last two games of the league, you know, desperately for three points. I think Stelis needs to, needs, needs, needs to start winning games before they can focus on the... Because those videos, they must save those content. <laughs> then hey. then once, once they, they, they save and then they can start posting... Because you can have content, my friend. You'll use it at an NFT. Yeah, but uh, what may, call maybe it now? the Glad <laughs> Africa <laughs> Championship yeah. needs some behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll use it there. <laughs> All right. Before we get into the international news desk, uh, let's have another uh, listen to our fun little keepy-uppy challenge. We did some more stuff behind the scenes uh, and uh, we, we, we decided to expand on our talents. Have a listen. And here we have Deco, the general, Modise. One, two, he's going in. He's got the gear on. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, he's killing it. He still has the skills. He's got it on the head and the chest. He's keeping it going, keeping it flowing. And he holds it. Oh, all the sauce. Deco is still king. And we're here with Sean Roberts, former IX Cape Town goalkeeper. He's doing the keepy uppy challenge. He's got about five now. Six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine, ten, eleven. Oh, he does ten la decima. <laughs> he was a lot better with his hands than he was with his feet, ladies and gentlemen. He's trying it again. He's got five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. He's struggling a bit. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. And that is a new Ajax Cape Town record, 23. <laughs> All right. Um, we, here we have the voice of Soccer Laduma, Slupaho. What's he on? Four, five, six. Come on, Slu. We, we expect a lot more from you, big man. Now we go. 11 is, 11 is it. By the way, in my Slu, you sounded like... The man, the brain. Slime old man. Not the feet. Slime was very short. Oh, man. You sounded like a homeless midget from Santon. <laughs> Uh, what is, wow. Hey? Uh, yes, that's my car. <laughs> Listen, check. There's only four ways out of four ways, but. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well done, guys. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. By the way, in my defense, I had a second try that Simon edited out. Yeah. Thinks he he's slick. I had more than 11. <laughs> but anyway, uh, if you want the visual of that, I know it's very strange to hear it in audio form, but head over to uh, our social media pages. It will be up there. Oh, to YouTube. Yeah. Uh, there we go. It'll be on our YouTube page for Soccer Laduma, SLTV. And if you do the Keepy Happy Challenge, you stand a chance to win with Total. My bad. Yes. <laughs> Don't right. forget that. And now we get into the international news desk. And for that, we are joined by Kurt Buckerfield. So much has happened since we last spoke. Kurt, how are you doing? How's it, guys? How's everyone doing? Uh, Bet better than you, Kurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, of course, uh, for those listening, we do know what's going on in the UEFA Champions League. We're not ignoring that. Uh, but I think it's better that we do a final preview or reaction. We're, the final's on Sunday, right? We'll do a reaction to the, to yes. the, to the final. But yeah. we want to speak about this Barcelona story because, I mean, firstly... I'd hate to bring it up, <laughs> but I think uh, Bayern Munich ate too much. You are a fool. 
you are a foolish fool. Sorry, those are recycled from Twitter. <laughs> Reaction to that match firstly and what it means for Barcelona, Kurt? Um, well, I mean, you, you guys watched that game. I, I don't think there's anything I can say that, that's going to be different from what you would have seen on Twitter and what you would have seen from other pundits and players. And I mean, you saw the fallout. It was just rock bottom. It was um, the worst moment, I think, in their history. Um, well, in terms of a result. So, you know, I think they needed that embarrassing loss. They really did. Teco and I talked about it. Um, they needed that rock bottom. PK came out and said that, you know, um, this was probably necessary for changes to actually happen. So um, the fallout from the game has been huge. We've obviously seen Kike Setien sacked. We've seen Abidal lose his job. Um, but everybody is still obviously calling for the president, Bartomeu's head, um, which hasn't happened yet. But he has called forward um, the presidential elections that are set to take place next year. He's called them forward to March. Um, and that's why I feel like Ronald Koeman's appointment, um, Slu, I know we're going to get into that, but I know yeah. Ronald Koeman's appointment, oh, I feel Ro his appointment is quite a strange one because I just don't see a way for him to succeed at Barcelona. I really don't. Yeah, uh, like I, I want to bring this up to the guys as well. Ronald Koeman, the last time i remember him as a coach was coaching everton and he spent a huge amount of money at everton i remember it was like upwards of 80 million pounds or something mm. like that mm. and by the time he was sacked they were like struggling mm. in the bottom half of the table i think they were close to the relegation zone and so i'm just wondering i know that he's a club legend but do you guys think that ronald who was was he even on your list of potential barcelona coaches it's a bizarre one hey it's sort of like uh it's sort of a decision made in haste, like a quick rash decision, you know? Yeah. Um, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Um, like you say, his, his time in Everton was underwhelming mm. at best. Uh, and now he's going to be coming to uh, one of the biggest teams, if not the, the biggest team in the world. So interesting uh, that they have needed change for a while. Um, I think they could have taken their time really and done a little mini preseason and really, really sort of searching for who the replacement's going to be. Look, I could be wrong. I could be we, we could all be wrong but um yeah for me it's a, it's a very very bizarre one sure yo deco hey guys um i'm i'm still bleeding you know <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> like this this barcelona issue is depressing but the for me is I, I think they have been talking to to the coach you know behind closed doors whatever the case might be and uh um like i said i think um I think Barcelona needs to go onto the market. I think like your, the good players that are on low, like your continues, they, they need to be considered back into the team. Mm. And uh, I think there's so many guys that are wearing the Barcelona jersey that they don't deserve to be there. I think others have overstayed. I think they need to bounce. Abidal, thank God that he's gone. Number one, Abidal had a heart issue. We played for him and then he started talking So he's out. <laughs> I think there's yeah. something that needs to happen into the Barcelona team, and 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 I'm glad, like Curtis said, I'm glad that that happened. And I, I think by by appointing this coach, I don't think we 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 we're progressing. I think we needed to get somebody that is still young, somebody who's fresh with fresh ideas, because we don't want to to be playing like the old Barcelona. I think we need to go where the world is going. Look at how look at how Bayern is playing. Look at how Liverpool is playing. I think we need to we need to we need to adapt to what they knew is, is happening. And I think I don't think the coach that we appointed will give us that yeah yeah i mean i just want to add to that like i i personally don't think that we can really judge kuman on on what he did at everton i don't i mean when it when last as a manager actually done well at everton so let's just consider <laughs> that i mean david moyes yeah. he, he joined um, <laughs> manchester ago. united and that's a long time ago mm. and there's been a few managers since um so I don't know if we can judge him on that. Maybe we should judge him on, on how well he's done with Holland, on, on, with Netherlands, getting them back into uh, major tournament football. Um, so I think it's definitely a weird appointment, but we know that they approached him um, after the sacking of Valverde earlier this year. They wanted him ahead of Setien. There were a few managers ahead of, of Setien, and, and Kuman turned him down because he was going to the, cha the European Championship with um, Netherlands. Of course, that's been postponed, and, you know, my theory is that the only reason he's taken the job now is because he knows the opportunity isn't going to come around again. And that's because with the presidential election coming up 
and we don't have to get into the politics of it all, but the leading candidate for the job, Victor Font, he's repeatedly said that his guy is Xavi Hernandez, and that's the guy who he will build um, his project around. That will be the first team manager. So when I say I don't feel there's any way he can succeed, I mean that even if you know he, he keeps his pride and he, he wins a trophy, He's still going to be shipped out with the with the old board um, come next year. So yeah, I feel like it is a weird one, but it's a dream job for him. And you know, he had a clause in his contract at Netherlands that said, "I can leave um, if this clause uh, clause release clause is met, and I can go to Barcelona." That was the only club he had that clause in his contract for. So it's it's widely known that Koeman's always wanted this job, and I feel like. He really has nothing to lose because it can't get any worse. You know, I don't think it can get any worse. I think um, there will be many changes, personnel changes. The, the the current president, I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was absolutely wild. He he basically said that there's six or seven players who aren't for sale, um, implying that the rest are. Implying that, you wow. know, come, yeah. give us offers for, for these players. PK, Busquets, Sergio Roberto, mm. um, Jordi Alba. There was a number of players. Luis Suarez. Yeah, Luis Suarez. Um, and now I'm seeing him linked with Ajax, which is yeah, a Yeah, he's linked with a return to, to go back, yeah. So it's, it's really strange. It's a really weird time. I just don't think that Koeman has much to lose. I think that um, whatever happens, he'll still be considered a club legend for his playing days. Um, but still very very strange of course because it's not ex- it's not exactly exciting i mean i think teko that's what yours is saying it's not exciting for a barcelona fan you know you know that kuman isn't bringing you know this like the spout of youth to the team there's going to be no i don't think there'll be any really exciting football mm. um so i don't know if i'm looking forward to watching them but i'm definitely looking forward to um what happens over the next it's gonna be a tough one i mean look barca i don't see great things for them for this next season uh one question that i that i do want to ask you kurt before we let you go is Lionel messi we saw those rumors yes oh he wants to leave and then the president comes out he's like nah messi wants to finish his career at barca he's gonna stay and it's like just a weird like we and of course messi doesn't talk much so we don't know direct quotes from him uh what do you think his solution is yeah, so, I mean, I think that the president has to say that. You know what I mean? It's it's purely political. He has to say that Messi isn't going anywhere because that would look terrible on him. Mm. Um, so he's just saving face there. Um, Kuman said last night in his unveiling, or at his unveiling, that he wants to talk to Messi and he wants to pitch his project, essentially. Um, and he doesn't think Messi's going anywhere. And he wants Messi to be an important you know, part of his team, of course, like every Barcelona man- manager would. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I personally think that um, that Messi's probably just doing playing a bit of a power move now, and by you know not signing a new deal and by these rumors coming out, it might be him just trying to say, look, if if you want to do this, um, Bartom, you let's do it. Let's go man for man. I'm gonna say I want to leave, and we'll see the reaction we get because it's gonna be president out, and they're gonna call for his head even harder. So. I think it's a political move. I don't think he wants to go anywhere. But I would strongly advise he does go somewhere else because you don't want to be a part of a project, a, a rebuild at 33 years old. Where would he you know, go, Messi? Where, 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 where do you see Messi going? Sean, you know the answer, and I think that's why you're asking me. <laughs> Friends for life. Uh, you smell, you smell the I petrol. Think, I think it would be Manchester City. That would make the most sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, that's a double entendre. It would make Thank it would you. make the most sense. <laughs> yeah. hey. I like it. Well, Sean, would you um, would you like uh, Messi in your team? Do you think he's got a, a good future? <laughs> <laughs> I think he can fit in somewhere. We can throw him in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you can stroll into that. Uh, yeah, on the, I mean, that's on the right. Like, who who who's gonna be like, nah? <laughs> oh man, I'm better than the goat. But yeah, in, like you said, Kurt. Interesting times ahead. But I do agree with you. I think it's more of a. Uh, a power player um, slash political move. I don't think he's going yeah. anywhere, to be honest. But I'm very excited for next week, Kurt. We're yeah. going to be able to react to the Champions League final. But before we let you go, who would you Can't take wait. in your team right now? I don't know if you saw my post on Twitter. Who would you take right now on your team? Neymar and Mbappe or Lewandowski and Serge Gnabry? What do you mean? What? Which post on oh. Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one follows you, Slu. <laughs> no one follows the boy. No one follows me. man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going. I'm definitely going Neymar and Mbappe. Neymar and Mbappe. A few, that's, that's definitely also Mbappe is mad young. So 
this one for the future. Absolutely. But uh, thank you very much, Kurt Buckerfield, for joining us on International <laughs> News Disc. Thanks, Curdy. Cool, guys. Enjoy. All right. So before we get into quick fire, I think now's a good time to talk about this uh, real quick. Uh, Timikosi Lorch returns to the Pirates squad. Justin Shunga, though, remains suspended. So, you know, I saw this whole thing where um, Lorch was uh, essentially... He, he came, he had to come before the kind of committee at, at mm. Pirates and uh, just, and he pleaded guilty essentially. And then he did the two tests and he's back. But Shunga, who was suspended at the same time, or as far as I know today, is still suspended from the Pirates squad. Um, Do we know what for yet? Still, I still have zero clue what the, what the breach was. They're kind of keeping it under wraps. Wow. But, um, it is a strange one just to, just because they were suspended at the same time. Does that mean that Shunga is, just saying like like he's he's pleading innocence or it's it's weird to like talk about it in this way let me ask this though uh you know pirates played against baroka on tuesday 1-1 draw did lorch look fresh to you i don't know if you guys caught the game um and uh moving forward how important is lorch to pirates maybe making a run for third yeah, well, we, we know lorch isn't the same player as he was last season that's for sure and it's it, it's still continuing to show um and obviously with what's happened, which we don't know what's happened, but with what's happened, um, what's happened? Yeah, what's happened? <laughs> Maybe we should get them on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he's a good player. There's no doubt. He's a good player and he'll be an asset to any team. He just needs to find his feet again at Pirates. Um, in terms of Shonga, also a very good player. What remains of his future? Pirates remains to be seen. There has been talks of him leaving in the past. Um, but I'm very intrigued, Slew, as to what has happened off the field here, man. I mean, yeah. maybe Teko Modise knows because he knows everything. Teko. <laughs> uh, yo, Chief, under the bus where you threw me just now. <laughs> uh, for, 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 for me, uh, I would say Lodge, having Lodge in the camp, um, I think it, it brings that positiveness within the team because whether we whether he's playing he's been uh, the different player this season and last i think he's still a key player to them you know having such a player on the pitch also gives you know confidence and then also becomes a, you, you, it's an additional threat to the opponents as well but i don't i don't think he's doing himself justice as well in terms of the way he's been performing and uh, him facing the dc and all that stuff you know mm. i think uh, it should he should be smart enough and 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 just focus on the game itself but but of course we don't know what actually happened but being back into the team i think Wallander Pirates needs all their best players on the pitch for them to try and finish third and that's what happened with Lodge. i think we'll probably maybe know more about it come end of the season but for now i think it's important i think it needs to do well for the team but the pressure is there mm. you know it's it's not about also the pressure also from the fans is they're still questioning themselves as well what happened and uh, the only way to, to 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 remove those doubts is, hey, my friend, uh, perform. Yeah. You know, um, help the team. I think that's that's the only way. That's the only answer that people are expecting from Lodge. And I think he realized that that he's got so much talent. And uh, we've seen we've seen players. I've played with players that are more talented than me. Much but more. They never, <laughs> yeah, much more. But uh, the longevity was not there because of the issues outside the game itself. Yeah, sure. So I think, I think, I think for for me personally, I would say to Lodge is uh, go back and do what you love. Yeah. Which yeah. is football. Yeah. Make sure that um, your performance put a smile back on your face. You know, because we only know you as a footballer. We don't want to know anything else. Yeah. So go back onto the pitch, perform, my friend. Because if you're not Orlando Pirates is a big team. Nobody's bigger than the club. Yeah. And they'll, they'll personally find somebody else because they've always, always done so by finding somebody else that will be that will carry the team. And you don't want to miss, you don't want to regret this opportunity. You know, um, for me as well, like I left Orlando Pirates to go to Mamele Sundance, but I promise you, um, I had the best time at, at, uh, at, uh, at Orlando Pirates. Mm. So I don't think Lodge wants to, to be in that position. Yeah, just a quick one. I mean, how well have Pirates d done to keep this under wraps? Do you know what I mean? Usually yeah, no stories leak, like yeah. this just, just get leaked and they're obviously protecting their players. So big up to Pirates. Well done on that. Um, but yeah, as you say, uh, uh, Tex, let's just hope he just gets his head down, continues to do what he loves. And we love watching him. He's a great player. 
We are watching it. And Sean, uh, to tell you to, to add on what you just said, a lot of pirates have always done so. They've protected every player. Mm. Like they've protected players before. Mm. It's not it's not new to them. But for you as a player to repay them, I mean, do the business on the pitch. Yeah. I, I know for a fact that there's certain things also that I've done to Lana Pirates that they protected me. Yeah. But when I come onto the pitch, it becomes a different story. So I think Lodge needs to realize the potential that he has. Yeah. And for the fact that the fans still loves him, they still want to see him play, he needs to take advantage of that. Because once they turn on you, Chief, you, now you start, you, you need to dig deeper. And sometimes we're digging on stuff that we don't have. So I don't think Lodge wants to be in that position I just hope that he realized that he's got talent. It don't waste it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think, you know, after you're done playing, you're allowed to talk about these things that, that the clubs <laughs> protect you. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think Lodge could hey, learn from your story. One day, one day we'll get take or drunk. I will get the truth. <laughs> I will take Wisdom Tooth as a new nickname, though. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, up next, we have a feature called 10 Quickfire Questions. This is where we get your favorite PSL players on the line and put them on the spot. This week, we have... Hi, guys. My name is Tarek Phyllis, and these are my top 10 fire questions. Who is the funniest guy in the PSL that you have played with? Craig Martin. Who is the flashiest dresser on your team right now? David Molson. Like into fashion brands? Yeah, that guy, that guy can dress it. This is a tough one. Who's the worst dressed player on your team? Yo, Dabuna Dada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the youngster. All right. What is the worst mistake you've made in a match? Yo, the worst thing I did was, I don't know what do they call it, but just going with the ball, uh, let it rolling to your foot, and like you try to dummy the uh, striker, and then one of the midfielders intercepted the ball, and then they scored. It was very embarrassing. Ooh, do you remember who it was against? It was against Sundowns. <laughs> All right. Who is, uh, uh, who is your best friend at Cape Town City right now? Me, I'm friends with everyone. I don't really have a best friend here because I'm, I'm tight with everyone. What is your fondest footballing memory? Obviously, making my day before Cape Town City and winning the empty night. What is the best goal a teammate of yours has scored? Or what is the best goal that you've ever conceded? The best goal that I saw. Now the other night, surprise Ralani. Ah, yes, the the, the chip over, yeah. <laughs> over over Dennis. That's what the guy does in training. Is it? Yeah. Do you know he's the second, second uh, after Percy Tao to just score chips this week. It's all about the chips this week. Um, <laughs> all right, what is uh, your favorite car at the moment? My favorite car at the moment is surprise Ralani's car because I get the love with him. <laughs> <laughs> what what car does he drive? He's driving a seven. Ooh. Golf seven. Okay, okay, for pouch, yeah. All right, um, what is your favorite South African local food? Tomato food. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, local food. <laughs> Let me phrase it like this. What's the first thing you'd ask your mom to cook if you went back home? Yo, <laughs> uh, neckies, you know neckies. Is it, is it chicken necks? Chicken necks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. You eat all the tomatoes and you shut the beans bone. I know it very well. Right. <laughs> Lastly, what is your favorite holiday destination? My favorite holiday destination will be Paris. And have you been yet? No, only my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> that was a 10 out of 10. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if you know Tariq, he's... He's, he's such a cool dude, man. But he, this is classic him. This is classic, classic, classic Tariq. This is this this is him. Like oh. if 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 you chill with the boy, this is this is him. He's stupid like this. <laughs> I don't know if it was my tomato. list, but the, the tomato food. Through, I was like, nah, that's that's Tariq. Trust me, he's stupid like that. Oh, he's beautiful. Eh? Beautiful. Oh man. All right. Up next, we have a feature called the Secret Footballer, and that is where Sean Roberts takes a look at the back page of our uh, sister publication kickoff magazine and it's a local anonymous source telling some stories what you got yeah so just um adding on to what we we're chatting about earlier um and talking about staying in a bubble with regards to players and being stuck in hotels this uh player who obviously we don't know he says you are just on your own inside your room until we have to go to matches or training i mean I mean, this is, it's, it must be insane. I know, Teko, you're on the ground so there at sad. the moment. Um, I don't know if you have access to the hotels, but I know you're close with the Cape Town City guys. What's the feeling like? I mean, 
And, you know, we've all done our preseason camps as well where we may be away for two weeks max, maybe three weeks at a push at a time. But these guys are going to go four or five weeks um, stuck in the same hotel, eating the same food, being around the same people. Oh, man, it's got to be draining eh? and and have to getting results week in and week out. I mean, what are the guys saying on the ground? Have you heard anything or, or, or what's happening? No, I haven't heard any complaints, mm. but I think it's 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 tough for everyone. You know, now you you you're so used to doing things in groups. Now you isolated. The only time you actually do things in groups is when you're in the pitch. Mm. And we all know how how boring and and exhausting camp can be. But uh, it's something that they have to adjust to it. I think what 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 makes it better is is for the fact that everybody is struggling the way that they are. Yeah. So it's not like it's it's only us. You know, every team is going through the same thing. Absolutely. So I just think that it's it's something that. Uh, it's very, very difficult. I can imagine as as what what goes to the player's mind. Yeah. But hey, man, we have to adjust. It's it, it's better you being in a bubble, you know, fighting for the league, fighting for top eight. Imagine you're in the bubble, my friend. You're fighting for relegation, and nobody speaks to you in your own room. Hmm. So imagine it's, this. It's, Even it's, worse, it case, worse. You, you're stuck in yeah. the bubble. Your wife has just given birth, and you can't leave to go see your child. I, there must be a couple of players, and that's. Oh man, yeah, that course. must be hectic, dude. Anyway, moving yeah. on swiftly. <laughs> what what a time to be alive in the bubble. Uh, but uh, you know, it's it's just a it's just a, a situation. I think that it's a two two uh, just a, just over two weeks uh, for them left there. So it's the final stretch for them. At the, I think they'll get over the line. They have uh, to. They, they have, have to, to stay sleep. mentally strong. All right, moving on. We have two very different stories coming from our boys abroad. Players abroad on Soccer Radio. You know, the two biggest names on everyone's lips right now, Percy Tao, who got his uh, new deal at Anderlecht now, where he's being coached by a former city defender, Vincent Company, mm-hmm. And he got off to a flyer with, uh, as I mentioned in the 10 Quick Fire, uh, with a chip over the goalie. Uh, it was a 93rd minute. He came on as a substitute, still got a goal. Um, what do you guys think of Bersitao's chances with Anderlecht? Do you think maybe he has a better shot at that starting lineup and, and, and more consistent football? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you saw the reaction of the guy that he, I can't remember the guy's name, that he took, that he came on for a substitute, um, who took his place. He went berserk. I don't know if you saw that. He went absolutely crazy because I think subconsciously he knows how good Percy Tau is. And now Percy Tau's come in and he scored a worldie on his debut. Um, so that answers your question, Slew. I mean, Percy's, without a doubt, will be playing in the Premier League soon, in my opinion. He's that good. Um, and yeah, man, it's it's great. It's just so cool to see someone um, that we both, we all know personally that is is doing so well abroad. It's 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 so cool to see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I think also he loves scoring in Davis, huh? Yeah, yeah like he's, he's that guy. But I, what I what I most appreciate about him is 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 the balls that he has. I mean, that's pacey for you. You know, he's so brave and being young as it is, you know, playing in your first game and you know to do that Alani day. I mean, it's amazing to see. And like Shona said, I just wish that he can go back to to have an opportunity and play in the EPL. I mean, he's he's that good. Probably maybe playing in a different position because as a striker with his with his stature, mm. you have to be like your Aguero's. You need to be scoring like twenty or something. I think if he can go to a team that will appreciate his talent, and where you know there's no pressure to win the league like Arsenal, yeah, I think yeah. he might try. <laughs> so, so, so just take you 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 were talking about Percy's balls there. Can you go into that a bit more, please, buddy? <laughs> as we were saying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm excited. You know, I mean, Vincent Company also recently announced his full retirement. He was kind of working as a player coach. Now he's fully retired. Um, and, uh, you know, it just looks like Anderlecht is working on a project. Percy Tau surrounded by youth there. Mm. And he's kind of a, a senior player who's, I mean, he's still 26. Mm. So he's still got years on him. And so I think he's going to have a lot of fun there. Sure. Particularly because South African players tend to peak around... Yeah. The, that, the age that he's at. Yeah. But elsewhere, uh, we have to talk about, I mean, we were all excited, Bongani Zungu maybe going to Rangers. And now we're busy hearing things, he's too fat at the, <laughs> at the, at the, at the medical. What, what is happening? But there's conflicting reports now. I'm seeing uh, uh, Sokola Duma's own Mazola Molefi saying, guys, don't believe the hype. Mm. Zungu's not too fat. Mm. But 
what, what are we supposed to do with this information? We've got to talk about it, Slew. That's what we've got to do, buddy. <laughs> and that's what we're doing. Um, if it is true, which I doubt, but if it is true, it is unacceptable. Man, it is unacceptable. It's, it's very rare now you get professional athletes that will get denied for being for eating cheeseburgers. You know what I'm saying? For being too fat. Um, he's such a good player. But if it is true, man, I'll be disappointed. Yeah. Guys, there's I'll healthy options on Uber Eats now as well. <laughs> you don't have to go. <laughs> you can have a salad. Mickey D's. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's true. Teko, what do you think? It, it was very confusing for me to see it at first. And then when I saw it and I started look, going back and look at, uh, trying to look at these pictures and, I'm, and I struggled to, to, to make sense out of it. But I think maybe there's something there that uh, we don't know that maybe they don't want to talk about or whatever the case may be. But I don't think Bongan is that fat for him not to, <laughs> to be playing at Rangers. Yeah. But I just hope, I just hope if, if that's the case, that's the only thing because now, because weight, you can always shoot it off, you know. I just hope there's no uh, hidden injury somewhere, you know, something like that because the boy is still talented and yeah. I think the boy can still do well for any team overseas, especially with the position and the height that he's playing. Sure. So I think I think we need to get Bongani in some some danger and find out from him what's the issue exactly because we were very very excited for him to actually go to Rangers because Rangers is a big team you know yeah yeah and I mean you know it must be it's like Bongani Zungu I also feel for him because he's kind of had this up and down since lockdown right so Amiens his his team in France gets relegated but then they fight against the relegation saying now nah, you guys ended the league early mm. then France Federation goes okay fine. You know, you guys are still in League One. And then they reversed that decision. So mm. Amiens is relegated now. Mm. And so now I know that Zungu doesn't want to play for Amiens. And so this Rangers move looked good. And then now that's off. But, um, you know, congrats. He's dating a very beautiful uh, Cindy Masangu. I think she was in Blood and Water. I, so there's I, some good with the bad is what I'm saying. I'm not trying to bring up gossip, but uh, <laughs> there's some so, good with the bad. So, He's in so love. This is a football show. So. <laughs> This is the football show. This is not gossipy. Let's talk about people's girlfriends. Slow. Speak football here. Yeah. I'm just happy he's happy. All right. What makes you think that he's happy? Has he told you that he's happy? I mean, well, I know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking. Okay, slow, 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 please. Can I? Please, am I not allowed? Don't don't bring in people's peoples. You know. <laughs> all right, all right. Up next. Yeah, we speak talent, transfers, football, Thank coaches. Thank you, Not people's people. Thank you, Mr. Modise. <laughs> well, we wish him all the best. Because I know next week you'll be telling me about my wife, this, 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 ah, because I've Teko never told now. you. Hey, 40 episodes I've never brought up <laughs> your girl, oh. Dark. But we can. Let's talk about Teko's wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's a birthday today. Anyway. Hey, happy, oh, happy birthday. Hooray. All right. Up next, we have uh, This Week in Football History. Today, we remember great moments from the past. We dive into the time capsule. Join us as we remember great moments from This Week in Football History. All right. This week in 1997, Amazulu lost 2-1 to Kaiser Chiefs. It's an interesting result because when I was looking through that round of fixtures in 1997, that, that fixture was the only one that had two sides that are still in the PSL now. So, Sundowns, Vits, Pirates, and Supersports were all in the league, but all of them faced opponents who aren't in the league anymore. So, Amazulu versus Kaiser Chiefs was the only fixture that could exist still this year from round three in 1997. This week, back in 2009, violence marred a match between West Ham and Millwall in their first meeting in over four years. Fighting broke out both inside and outside the stadium. 20 people got injured. A 44-year-old Millwall fan went to the hospital with a stab wound. Some of you might know this rivalry as the inspiration for the film Green Street Hooligans. Yes, sir. And this weekend, birthdays, we celebrate Kamabilia, who turned 30 during the loss <laughs> to Bloom Celtic. Uh, Owen Degama is now 59 years young. Stuart Baxter is now 67, doesn't look a day over 20. And Bafana coach Mulefi Nteki is 51 years old, just over the half century. And Lutonohon, oh, so, woo, woo. I lost spit in my mouth there. Lutonohon Majoro is now 34 years old. Happy birthday to all of those guys for this week. 
And we move swiftly forward to the next topic, which is the golden boot race as we come to the end of the show. Mm. So it's hotting up now. Hrobla grabbed his 13th this week. So now he is level with Shalulile and Nurkovic on 13. And Mahango still hasn't managed to get through the 15 mark. So he's sitting on 14. And of course, we still have... um, Kermit Erasmus, and who is the one that I am forgetting? It would be Ntuli. Mutizwa. Ntuli from Amazulu, who's on 12. Oh, but Mutizwa is also there on 10, I think, with with, yeah. uh, with Erasmus. So who do you guys back for the golden boot? Yo, I, I can tell you something now. If Shalulile wins it, it's, it is unbelievable. Mm. It, is, it is unbelievable. But my money's going on Nurkovic. Um, I, I still... The same goals all the time, back post. No one seems to be picking it up and he continues to do the same thing. And I think he continue, he will continue to do because Chiefs are going to need him now to score goals. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just saying if Lila gets it, it is, it is unbelievable. And he's playing unbelievably well. But my money is on Nurkovic. But Nukovic, I think Nukovic has the heart. You know, the way he plays. And you can see this is the guy that you know, he wants to do it for Kizzy Chiefs. And um, I think he he's the guy that I think that he can, unless Mango start um, relaxing and enjoying his game, because I think he's putting so much pressure on himself. Mm. Um, and I think he's been substituted twice in a row. I think that's a sign that he's not playing his normal game. I think he's more worried of the golden boot than doing well for the team. And sometimes it happens, you know, you, you, you also want as a striker, that that's what you want. You want those top goal scorers. You want to be the part of the conversation. But I think the person that has an edge right now, I think is Nikovic Koz. He's got the heart and he has no pressure of becoming a top goal scorer. So I think the pressure is on Mango because that's, that's the, he's got more than everybody else. So people want to, you know, bypass him. I think Nikovic has the heart. Yeah. Do you think so, do, you, do you think potentially that Mango's rhythm kind of fell off because of lockdown? So maybe maybe it's not just like the the mental pressure, but just like he he kind of just lost his rhythm because of the break. I would say yes and no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because... <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> Listen, I'll say yes. Yes, in the fact that he was on form, he was um, scoring goals, but also he wasn't scoring every game. Mm. He would score three there, two here, not score for two games. So he, he, he was scoring, yes, he was on form. And all the Pirates as well were playing very, very well. And uh, the person that actually was assisting those goals was playing regularly, uh, which is Memela. Right now, he's not. So we can say, yes, maybe that rhythm has gone a little bit because of uh, Pirates has a, has a different approach right now. Mm. Mm. But no, in a sense that uh, everybody now starts afresh. Everybody's struggling with what everybody's struggling with. So I think uh, he, he should be, be able to pick himself up. I think he shouldn't need anything to motivate him. Um, I think he knows that he he's the guy that everybody wants to bypass. So that should actually motivate you in itself. But also he should remember how he scored the goals. He was... Most of his goals were um, um, team goals. So I think he needs to go back and, and rely on the team to help him out instead yeah. of trying to do it himself. Mm. Yeah, he hasn't been making those those runs. He used to be very, very intelligent with the way that he peels off defenders. Mm. And I just it's a lot of him running at defenders now that, I, that I've been noticing. But Exactly. You know, hopefully he gets back on form. Uh, up next, we have the car of the week. <laughs> we got Sean O. This week... Um... Uh, Itumlin Kuni has been seen with a C63 AMG. Damn! What good's about it is the new look interior, it's eager, responsive performance, and the driving experience, of course. What's not good, there's no launch control gearbox mode. The thirst is real, it is bloody thirsty on petrol, and there's some iffy build quality to it. But all in all, I'm a massive Merc fan. It's an expensive car at 1.2 million top end. For the price and what you get, I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Nice. I saw that exact car at the car wash, literally car next wash. to the car wash. Yeah, oh, wow. and I was so like, you know, when you see oh, it, when you, when you wow. see the car and it's shiny, that's when it really like. That's when I sit there and I'm like, damn, I'm broke, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no money. <laughs> but uh, up next, we need a motivational quote of the week to get us through 
to the end. Yes, sir. This is an interesting one from old Mr. Riyad Peterson. You win and lose some as long as the outcome is income. Hey. Something different. Sounds like a rap lyric. It does, eh? Yeah, it is a rap lyric, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wonder who thanks, it is. Thanks, Dr. Dre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dre ain't right no rap. <laughs> but it's true, Chief. I listen to all of the rap, so I know that that's a rap. Oh, that's smooth. I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. It's got to be. Yeah. But this has been The Car Wash, brought to you by Total. That was episode number 40. Don't forget to do all of your uh, hashtag don't drop the ball challenges. It's a 30 second clip. Keep that ball up, pass it out of frame, challenge all of your friends to do the same. Whether you were listening to us on SL Radio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Mahi Gang 96.7 FM's Game Time, thank you very, very much for joining us on the show. I've been your host, Slu Paho. That's been Sean Roberts. Of course. And that has been Teko Modise. Away. Hashtag don't drop the ball, guys. All right. We didn't do it today. Don't do it at home. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see you this time same place next week peace today is a great day for car wash yeah sure car wash <laughs> this is the car wash on soccer let do my radio this is a hang on a corner